0: Hello, my name is Michaela Voigt, your Dungeon Master for this arc of improvised D&D. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which is an extension of our live show, which happens every Sunday night at 7pm at Otherworld Theatre in Chicago, Illinois. I am joined by three intrepid heroes from our Adventurers Guild as they embark on a quest of my own making. How is it improvised? I have lost control of a lot of things, and among those are our two NPC actors, Kaylee Ravinsky and Quentin Haas. Hello, hi. Hello. Now we'll introduce our heroes, one of whom you might recognize.
1: Quill Havencrest, and I am an Azamar cleric, and I have devoted my life to the pursuit of knowledge, all in service of the god of knowledge, Ogma, so that my holy order might use this knowledge to vanquish and do battle with the forces of evil, and one day soon my order has promised to explain exactly what that means.
2: Hi, y'all. Uh, I, I'm a fur bog. You can call me Scout. Most folks do. I'm, I'm a, a ranger. No, I'm a park ranger. I should be accurate. And I'm happy to be here. Caustic the
3: scathing, lich mage. Every party needs a pooper, and that pooper is me. <laughs> Oh, okay, let's do this.
0: All right, with that squared away, we're going to head into our adventure. Scout has led Quill and Caustic to a frontier town by the name of Shmorgus, with promises of knowledge and magical secrets in the strange burial sites nearby. Scout themselves is going on a pilgrimage through the wastes to see the famous burial site of the troop leader who founded their conclave of park rangers nearly a century ago. It's just a day or so's journey from this town, should they find a guide. Now dry aqueducts line the city's streets. This town has seen some extreme climate change in the past decade, but has adapted to the desertification of their once verdant farming village. You come upon a small market. Stalls line the town square, over which a long shadow is cast by a nearby leaning clock tower.
1: So this is Smorgas.
0: Yeah, it's right
3: on the border. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's what they yeah. call it. That mm-hmm. was weird. Yeah. Oh, they,
1: there were a lot of t-shirts that said the smorgasborder. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: Scout is, uh, is bent over looking at tracks on the ground because they're really excited about being this close to the town they want to be in so badly. So they're trying to see who might have walked in or out of this town recently.
0: Great. Roll a survival check just to get us Roll started. Up. That's an eight. That's an eight. You see um, some small desert beasts trailing in and out of this town. It's really almost like an unincorporated territory. There is not a lot of population here, um, and you can sort of see clear out across the, the the wastes, which is the nearby desert that you will be traveling into. Mm. But nothing specific catches your eye.
2: I see a lot of a tail trail marks, so that doesn't help us too much. No. Are you, are y'all hydrated enough?
1: Um, I I've I've got a water skin. If anyone's thirsty, I could
2: be
3: a little more dry, actually. Caustic, you don't drink, do you? I know. I just like to be bleached out.
2: <laughs> oh, we're, well. we're going
0: on the adventure for you, then.
2: Oh, good,
3: <laughs> excellent.
0: Suddenly, Quill. Oh. You feel a hot burning in your bag, as oh. if something is on fire in oh, there. Oh, good.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. There's something in my pack. I, 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 I rip open my
0: pack, and I, and I empty it all out
1: in it on, a, on a clearing.
0: You see that your book of prophecy, oh. which foretells the coming apocalypse, oh, is blazing with this sort of strange black light. Um, you know,
1: well, this is embarrassing. This is the first time it's done this, uh, and I'm terrified. Uh Dungeon
0: Master, is it hot to the touch? Um, do you want to touch it?
1: Uh, you, Dungeon Master, I would like to roll for for, for braveness. Sure. That's a five.
0: Um, you are too scared to find yeah, it. Hey, uh, yeah,
1: Caustic, uh, you don't, you, you have bone hands. Yeah, okay. I'll pick it up. Thank you. All right, I had to pick up the book.
0: You don't know if it's hot or cold. Nope. You don't have that feeling. I can't feel anything anymore. Yeah.
1: Um, Caustic, could you, could you open it? Uh, for me, yes,
3: and there you go.
0: As caustic pages through the book, an and, onyx card and, uh, falls from the tome, hitting the ground. No. As it hits the ground, two toadstool mushrooms spring up, and their stalks sort of tangle together as they grow rapidly in the sand and oh, die. No. It
3: looks like two twisted oh, wieners.
0: No.
2: Oh, wow! I've never seen that in my days. Something seems to be written on the card.
1: Dungeon master, I, 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 I steal myself and I pick up the onyx card.
0: Uh, it is hot to the touch. Oh, okay. It burns your
1: fingers. I just kind of place it uh, face down so that I can read it looking at it on the ground.
0: Mm-hmm. It warns in terrible infernal runes of a coming sign of the apocalypse. Oh. Roll to interpret the card since it did come from the book of prophecy. Goodness. Which this-
1: <laughs> a A blazing onyx card has come out of the book of prophecy to tell me that there is a sign coming. A sign has showed up to give me a sign. You have no idea how big a deal that is when there is a sign that tells you a sign is coming because that sign was already a sign. I roll. Eight.
0: You're going to have to take maybe an hour or two to translate this card, but a sign is coming and it must be nearby since you recently arrived in this strange town. You are in the center of this market. There is one stall, Um, advertising Schmorga's tourism and there seemed to be a group of children playing near the dried-out well.
1: Um, Scout uh, I know this was kind of a a pleasure trip where you could uh, go and and visit uh, the the organization that uh, created your order Uh, but uh, I feel as though we all may be coming to a swift and uh, horrific doom.
2: Oh don't you worry but I picked up those mushrooms from earlier. No. They're all dried and crispy so I decided to put them in my bag and see what happens later.
1: We must be very careful. The devil works in double helixes.
2: Well, you know, I don't know anything about that, but I can say that I can probably protect you if I notice any changes in the environment. That you're being
1: very supportive and cool about this scout. Most people when I when I say we're all going to die are like, oh shit. You're just like you're just taking it taking it as it comes.
2: Well, you know, Quill, I don't really believe in doom.
1: Hmm. You should. Yes,
3: you absolutely should.
2: Uh okay. I mean I'm
3: pretty much just doom.
2: You seem kinda alright to me, Caustic. <laughs> well, not
3: everybody gets to be a lich after they die, so... how did you, you guys are kinda How did screwed. you do that? Huh? How did you become a lich? Oh, it's easy. You go to a village of people you don't know or care about, mm. and then you kill them all, mm. and then you put your soul in something else, mm. and you hide that somewhere, and that's pretty much it. You get to be immortal. That sounds complicated. Yeah. Well, not after the first couple of them. Dungeon Master, I,
1: uh, I just, I read this card. I, 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 I everyone uh, I need to spend uh, about an hour uh, translating this sign that's going to tell me when the next sign might show up uh, uh, if you guys could uh, just make sure that nothing happens uh, of great uh, apocalyptic import while I'm doing this.
2: Oh, of course I'm not worried me either I'm already dead so Ye-
3: nothing none of this will affect I thank me. you
1: both for not affecting my stress levels uh, it almost makes me more stressed that I'm the only one that's stressed but uh, have, have a good time and I, and I go and I, and, I, and I crouch over it I am. not to touch it and read it
0: yep quill sets up camp in the middle of this town square sort of drawing cones setting up traffic cones drawing in the packed earth Mm. uh strange sigils that you don't understand scout and caustic
2: what do you do we approach there's there's a small group of children did you say
0: yeah and as Mm. you approach you sort of see um they have struck up a strange game near a building labeled Schmorgas Orphanage. Um, in, this game involves a boot and a stick.
2: Okay, so w- we walk up and I, I introduce us by saying, hey y'all, have you ever seen a bone man dance? And I go, "Boo!"
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> hey, you wanna join us in our game? No.
2: Come
3: on,
4: that's fine. It's really fun. We pick the most cowardly person in our group and we make them choose if they wanna get hit with a stick or with a boot. <laughs> last last time, time I got actually, hit with the yeah. boot
5: in
0: the eye.
4: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately poor Gerathine. He, well, he gets hit with a boot a lot. He doesn't know that the stick hurts less.
0: You see one of the children, a sort of gnomish orphans, maybe preteen, about two feet tall, sitting outside of the game, having left it. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he's a bit of party pooper, as you can see. Well, well, his arm's broken, and none of us really know any healers. Just, just carry the two. I don't know what to do. Anyways, like, you look like a man with no morals. You want to hit one of us with a boot? Yeah, actually, I brought a belt from home I can use.
2: <laughs> Caustic, please be gentle. These are children. I know you don't have any nerve endings, but they sure do.
4: We're trying to be rough and tough out here in the desert. You know, life can be hard sometimes, but if we can be in control of the pain, well, that makes us more stronger.
3: Dungeon Master, I hit that one in the face with the buckle end of the belt. (laughs) Roll
4: the hit. Oh! (laughs) Nineteen. And whack! I am absolutely oh. unfazed. I've been through worse. Oh, no, that's no and fun, And yet, then.
0: bleeding out of one eye. <laughs> well, that kid's a badass.
4: That's
2: alright. I, I actually can do first aid, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna fix you up first, then we're gonna meet your friend with a broken arm.
4: Alright, you do not have to fix me up at all. I can heal all my myself on my own, thank you very much. I squint and I grunt real hard and suck the blood back up in my face. <sighs>
2: Wow. I have never seen anything. This is the toughest
0: kid that's ever lived. So I think. amazing!
4: <laughs> is that a roll? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no. I'd rather. That's not a roll. The child does that.
2: <laughs> You're gonna have to teach me how wow, you learned that later. That, that is the most
3: badass thing I've ever seen in my life.
4: <laughs> Honestly, as a member of the Scouts, I've learned a lot of things.
2: Wow. What is your troop name?
4: Our troop name? Well we even have some issues with it cuz we used to be the Desert Squallers and then we found out that someone else had that name so we're in the middle of a democratic process to sort of narrow down our options for the time being we're just the Scouts
2: well i'm so honored i feel like everyone should be a scout i don't i didn't really have an order i was living in the forest all alone for a while and was kind of taking care of my my critters and my my flora and fauna's you know wow.
4: That is so cool to be out there all on your lonesome, taking care of yourself and your own. Oh, that's what I want to be when I grow up, and I'm gonna be tough so I can do that.
2: I believe you can. Hey, you know what's great? That
3: kid still has a broken arm, and you haven't done anything about well, it. Well,
2: we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna fix that. Introduce me to your friend,
0: please.
4: Oh, for sure. Uh, I walk on over, and I bring them
0: over to the sad little gnomish orphan. Scarcely two feet tall, sort of sniffling, clutching a broken arm. I'm gonna get my belt ready.
4: <laughs> no, no,
0: no, Jeremy doesn't deal with belts.
2: I'll step in here. Hi, I'm told your name is Jeremy.
5: Oh, uh, hi, hi there. Yeah, I'm Jeremy. What's your name?
2: Oh, well, I actually don't have a name. Uh, uh, I'm a fur bog, if that helps, but most folks call me Scout.
5: Oh. That's easy to remember. I'm a scout too. Not my name, but you already knew that.
2: Well, you can be a scout if you want to, I guess.
5: Well, I think I'll stick with Jeremy for now.
2: And
3: I'm a big scary skeleton man. How are you? (gasps) Hmm.
5: Hi. Uh, Do you have a name? Or are you you just scout as well? No, I'm caustic. I'm a person with a real name. Oh.
0: (laughs) You see that Jeremy is sort of fixated with his one uh, healthy arm at weirdly pricking his finger on a yellowed cactus, it, like, sort of to avoid eye contact with Caustic.
3: Dude. He's self-harming. That's not a good sign.
2: Caustic, I need you to take a step back for yeah, a second. Yeah, I'm gonna go over
3: my quill for a minute. This is weird.
2: Can you tell me what's going on with you, Jeremy?
5: I, well, I, Oh all the other kids are mean to me but that's okay that's my role in life I guess Um, but otherwise I, I don't know I'm an orphan you want to adopt me I've been looking for a family oh god I'm sorry I came off too strong oh, I've been told I come off too strong when I want to get adopted um, y'all
2: been living here long uh, my whole life and you don't have parents here
5: no they died about 10 years ago
2: Well, let's take care of that arm real quick. I heard you had a broken arm.
5: Yeah, they hit me with the, they hit me with the boot too many times, and my arm, it, it snapped. It's fine. It's fine, though. It's just my role in life. Jeremy, oh. I,
2: I think you can choose different for yourself. Why do you choose the boot, and why do you choose to play this game? It's the only game we
5: have. Our last deck of cards burnt up last week. It's fine, though.
2: Okay. I'm gonna, damn, I'm gonna try to heal this
0: arm. All right. Please roll for first aid as you construct a splint out of what's around. It's a 17. That is a success. Great. A remarkable one.
2: I'll reach into my pack, and I will draft a splint out of these hardened plastic sticks that I found, <laughs> and then I'm gonna roll some uh, athlete's tape around it, and... I'm going to actually ask ask Caustic to come back and hand me the belt that he used we earlier. Who needs to be hit with a belt? the belt oh, oh, actually, let me take that from you real quick. Aw. I'm going to wrap it around Jeremy's arm. Oh,
3: that's mine. I brought it from home.
2: Oh, well, you don't need it. <laughs> uh, Jeremy. Yeah? It's okay to cry. I want you to know that, first I, of all.
5: I, I, I know. That's why I'm crying now. Good. Good. I enjoy it. Go for it. Oh, God. Make the scary skeleton minute buggity buggity boo
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's
2: kind of actually entertaining once you uh, get to know him a bit better, Jeremy. Hi. Yes.
5: Hi. Hi. Oh, God.
3: Sometimes when you're sleeping, I might come out of your closet. That's... Just, you know, for fun. That's
5: not very reassuring. Any random uh. time.
3: Well, I'm going to go back over my quill now. Or maybe I <laughs>
5: What brings you to our town, Scout? Oh, thanks for asking, Jeremy.
2: Yeah. We're actually gonna head to the burial ground and see Ooh. the, the gravesite of the person who founded the Scouts. Oh.
0: Have you been there? You watch as Jeremy's eyes sort of track over to the stall on the opposite side of the square um, where Schmorgas Tourism seems to be located. The sign on that stall Uh, you cannot read because it is too far away, but you watch his eyes track over there, um, and sort of narrow and shrug. Never been there before myself.
5: No. But there's ways to get there. You're not going on your own, are you?
2: Well, no, I have these two knuckleheads with me.
5: No, I just mean you don't have, you don't have a guide? Only a fool goes to the burial ground without a guide, Well,
2: I am a scout, so I always feel confident that uh, whatever situation I'll be in, I will respond to the best of my ability.
5: Well, y'all like to think that, but still. If you're not from around here, it's pretty important to have somebody that knows their way. That's one of our tenants. That is true. Damn, I'm gonna roll to see if
0: I bring him along. All right, go ahead and roll. It's a three. That's a three. Um, as you sort of scan that, that tourism stall and see if you can get a better look at what sort of guides they might have, you turn back to the sort of stoop that Jeremy was sitting on. He's gone. He's run off. My stars.
2: Hey, that kid took my belt. That's okay. I'll get you a new one. I like that belt. Caustic, back. Scout,
1: come here. I finally cracked the code.
2: Okay. Let's, let's hear now? it. now?
1: Um, uh, so, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's in Demonic, so it's, it's, uh, the, the meter's a bit different. Uh, it says, uh...
0: It says that a horrible omen is the ancient heroes have begun to rise from their graves, bringing forth the pitiless end of time. If the remains are reinterred in their graves, you might be able to slow the coming apocalypse. But the omen has already begun.
1: Yeah, so apparently um, uh, people are, are coming back from the dead, and somehow we need to return them to their eternal slumber in order to not stop, but to slow the apocalypse. Um, uh, so that's, uh, that's where I'm at right now.
2: Sounds good to me. Hmm.
1: Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's all too correct that we are going to the burial grounds of the original progenitor of your organization
2: man, isn't it amazing how things work out like that? It's it's
3: weird that the heroes are coming back and that's what's ending the world. Yes, that is a bit strange. (laughs) I think it would be like the villains coming back to life.
1: Well, I imagine that uh, if I was some ancient demonic force with which... Uh, had the power to destroy the world and mm-hmm. wanted to do such, yeah. I would probably want to embarrass the hell out of everyone. Why not have the heroes do oh, it? Oh, that is fun. That's yeah. how I'd do it. Yeah. Oh, God, why am I thinking i like got to write that? this down.
2: Oh, my oh, gosh, this. y'all. I just had the realization that I might get to talk to the scout troop inventor.
1: I would be careful. I can't imagine that they would necessarily be the host of their original soul. Yeah, it's probably a demon.
2: Well, I'm willing to take those still chances. Still fun, though, yeah. Still fun.
1: Huh. Well, uh... Do you guys want to, uh, which, Scout, which way is it to uh, to this burial ground from, from the market here?
2: I think there are maps over by the Smorgasbord Tourism. Hmm.
0: Yes, you see a winged tiefling uh, manning this stall, um, which has several pamphlets. They look sort of, um, well, roll insight. All right. It's a 10. It's a 10. They look bored and uh, disaffected. They seem to have a brightly colored piece of paper in their hand that they're much more interested in than uh, any of their pamphlets that they seem to be providing for tourism.
1: Uh, uh, Halen, well met. Hello.
4: Oh, hi.
1: Hi, uh, yes, uh, we're, we're attempting to find uh, the,
2: what's the name of this burial ground, Scout? All I know is it's a burial ground near a smorgasbord.
1: How many burial grounds in old Smorgas are there here?
4: Uh, about seven,
2: mm. wow. oh.
4: yeah, there's a lot of death here.
0: I can see that. It's
4: yeah. kind of crazy, but honestly, it gets boring after a while.
0: One of the most prominent and bolded pamphlets uh, reads out Three Heroes' Tomb, plus Great Burial Hill Tour Package. Ooh. What's what's
1: this tour package? And I hold up the pamphlet.
0: Do you know how to read?
1: Okay, okay. Uh, I don't. Okay. Oh,
4: Fair I'm question. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to be ableist or anything. No, I it's fine. just with so many obnoxious tourists. It's just this is my part-time job you know and it's not like I want to spend all of my emotional energy like dealing with people who just can't do stuff for themselves you know
2: oh my gosh I totally get that as a fur bog I'm constantly trying to heal people so yeah I'm right and right there with you people are just
4: expecting you to do it right yeah I, I
2: often throw myself into very dangerous situations without really thinking about it come <laughs> to think of it
4: hey you strike me as someone who is very self-actualized, and I want you to know that you don't owe anyone anything.
2: I really appreciate that. I, I bet your reality and your your way of life here is a lot different than mine, and I, I can respect that. Man, we're all just on our own journey, you know? I 100% agree.
0: Okay, be- angel boy, read your own pamphlet. As she turns to you, Quill, her uh, wingspan flares out, and it's she has these beautiful, enormous red wings and she's sort of using them to gesticula- gesticulate as she talks.
1: Is, is she an aasimar? What is she? She's a tiefling. Oh, a winged tiefling.
4: Yes. You are gorgeous. Oh my god, thank you so much. Oh god, your
1: your <laughs> wings are gorgeous. I, I wish mine were half as big as that. I bet. Scout. I, I pull Scout to the side. <laughs> Scout, it's... How is it that when people look at you, they immediately give you respect?
2: Well, I am... I am 10 feet tall. Mm. That kinda helps. And I also, I have a sunny disposition, Quill.
1: Hmm. Mm. Yes, you don't worry about things, do you?
2: I don't. And you know what? I'm immediately vulnerable, no matter what situation I'm in.
1: Oh, I'm definitely vulnerable to attack constantly. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Alright, I'm going to meditate on this, and I'm going to try not to
2: worry. Well, if if <sighs> I can help, you're very naturally charming.
1: Thank you. Th- oh goodness! Thank you. Wow. <laughs> uh, Dungeon master, I hop off of the large chair that I've been using uh, to uh, speak face to face with Scout, uh, and I walk over to uh, the the, uh, the 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 person in charge of the tourism. Hey, hey! I th- I feel like we got off on the wrong foot. Uh, we are here uh, on a mission of great importance. Oh uh, wow! Uh, it's not tourism. I, I promise. Hmm. Uh, we're, I- I'm trying to stop uh, the the infernal end of all things.
4: Oh, classic Celestial thing to do, hmm?
1: Oh, it's because I'm an Asimar Hmm. So you have a problem with Celestials?
4: I just think you're all wolves in sheep's clothing is all. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Wh- what do you mean by that? I don't trust your kind.
1: Hmm, well, I mean, I understand that. Oh. I understand that the Tieflings are mistrusted by, by many.
4: I'm kind of getting over this conversation. Mm. Just take a pamphlet and go.
1: Well, uh, I... I I guess I've got more important things to do than try to uh, worry about uh, you. Oh, you know what? Oh, ooh, I've got I've got an idea. Uh, you're an asshole. And I take the pamphlet and I walk away.
0: Do you take the pamphlet that you need or the piece of paper that she was twirling in her hand?
1: I take that piece of paper.
0: Uh, she becomes immediately enraged, and as you open up the piece of paper, you see that it is a flyer for a teen demon rave dated for tonight on the wastes. <laughs>
4: Um, excuse me, mm. that is not yours. All right,
0: well, I don't need this, and I throw it away.
1: <laughs> I'm no. self-actualized, Scout! And I walk off.
4: How'd that feel?
1: Amazing! She was mean, and I was mean back!
2: I'm glad to see you having some more backbone, Quill. <laughs> so you should just be preemptively mean. Oh, wow! Oh, just
3: start off that way,
2: I I like feel
1: like I, I found an
2: arc.
3: Yeah. You go get a belt, hit some of them kids?
2: Hmm. Uh, hang on. Scout,
1: uh... I, f- I feel like you might be my coach right now <laughs> i'm not sure if I should start beating children no, that seems like not hot high level stuff
2: the the way of the scouts is do no harm if you can do good
3: mm, mm,
2: okay. or like, don't just don't destroy the the balance of things too much that's that's my way
3: oh that's not my way at all yeah mm, mm.
1: excellent I examine the pamphlet uh that has the the hero tour on it
0: Okay, as you open up the pamphlet, you see, in fact, all of the tour times listed have been crossed off, mm. yes, uh, but uh, there is a map leading out across the dunes of the Waste that takes you first to the Three Heroes Tomb, and then to uh, the Great Burial Hill of the troop leader that Scout one- wanted to go see.
1: Is there some kind of map on this pamphlet that I could use to, to navigate us?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it's very simplistic. Um, but it's just a line sort of tracing around the dunes mm. that would lead you there. It's pretty straight shot west. Okay.
1: Should I roll for, for
0: intrepidness? I think so. In fact, to use the map, you will definitely have to roll survival. Cool. That is a fort. <laughs> this map means nothing to you. <laughs> um, uh,
1: uh, I start walking confidently because that's
3: my arc. And that's a wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, I walk around the wall. Yeah, that's, that's another wall. <laughs> You're in an alley, you idiot. I didn't know where I was going. Okay, Confidence at... is so hard. I'm going to look at the map. That's a six. Uh, you Custod, get... Do you see anything
0: else? No. I'm not good at cartography. You find West somewhere there. Oh, thank
2: goodness the sun is setting. Y'all needed to find West? You could have just asked me.
1: Scout, Scout can, uh, can you... I feel like you're the adult here. You, could you please help us? With the, can, you in, can you interpret this? I can't read.
2: Oh. oh my god, I'm gonna go hire that surly teenager. For oh, hang on. Alright, so we have to go West?
1: Uh, yes, we, uh, we need to go West. Maybe with our powers combined, we can, we can possibly figure out this, this child's map. <laughs>
3: This is embarrassing. This map was clearly a placemat Uh, for a restaurant for children to
1: draw So, so, uh, Dungeon Master, I would like to, with cooperation, uh, for Caustic and I to read the words and Scout to use the pictures. I found
0: West.
3: I did my bit. Okay.
1: All right. So this is
0: uh, in D&D what we would call a higher DC. It's going to be more difficult because you have repeatedly tried to read this child's map. Here we go. (laughs) It's a nine. <laughs> it's still not enough. You can head west blindly. We, we head west. All right. I mean, okay.
1: Uh, are there any other can tourists? we just go get place? that
3: gnome kid? Uh, act- in, get an actual child to read this map for us? <laughs> Maybe we need I somebody much smarter here. than us, like an orphan.
2: I don't know. I think life here is kind of hard enough for them. That's fair. Too hard yeah. to read a map? <laughs> uh. <laughs> can I be honest with y'all? I, I morally object to the use of paper. I know it's important to you, but to me, they're tree graves, so I will not did be touching not,
1: this. Did you not learn how to read out of principle?
2: I don't know. It just never came up. That's fair.
3: We could write stuff on vellum. What's vellum? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty
3: sure it's flesh. It's
1: ogre. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. that, that sounds more Wait, sustainable. Actually, my, I, pull, I pull out the Book of Prophecy. This is actually <laughs> bound in uh, skin.
3: Oh, people skin, right?
1: Uh, you know, I never asked and they never told. It looks mm, scaly. Should. It's got an eyeball in it. <laughs> it's got several. <laughs> it opens one. <sighs>
2: okay, so we're heading west.
1: Um, Dungeon Master, I would like to roll to interpret the Book of Prophecy to see if there is some kind of guidance that I might find.
0: All right. Those Let's kids are right over there. It's just lock open. That's a 10. As you open the oh fell tome, uh, this strange sort of onyx light that it had blazed with earlier today uh, sends out a thin black beam that leads across the desert, pointing generally west. Hmm. Uh, You'll have to navigate around the dunes to follow it, because it's a bird's eye shot, but it'll lead you in the right direction.
1: Uh, well, this feels pretty good, guys. Let's
0: Let's try this. As our party sets off, the sun is beating down in the afternoon heat is gathering. Scout and Quill, although not caustic, you are feeling quite fatigued. How are you going to deal with the heat of the wastes?
1: Uh, Dungeon Master, uh, my wings aren't good for flying, but I, I would like to, uh, outstretch them so they are, uh, shading myself and, uh, and Scout.
0: Okay, that's gonna take some endurance, so please roll strength, I think, to see as, if I'm you can hold class, them baby. up. boy, Huh, I dropped the die. It's uh, a seven. <laughs> it's a seven. You're able to fan yourself a little bit and hold them up intermittently it staves off some of the heat but you're becoming kind of exhausted and that might affect your roles in the future it's going to be up to me the dm
2: well i'm going to reach into my pack and pull out my canteen and take a small sip of water quill it's real important that we don't stop sweating
1: that we don't stop sweating yeah I, i feel as though that won't be the trouble no, we can't uh,
2: stop sweat. We gotta
0: keep replacing
1: Oh, you mean hydrate? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If uh, we
0: stop sweating, it gets dangerous. I, I
1: I pull out my water skin and I hydrate as well.
0: Okay, we're gonna do that. All right, that's simple enough. I won't make you roll. So you keep hydrated as you continue on for a couple more hours travel in the afternoon. You finally reach uh, what you can only assume are the th- the heroes' tombs. There are three broken blocks of marble in the middle of the sand sort of raised up and their emptiness is laid bare to the scorching sun and their bones you can sort of see scattered around the sands it seems to have been raided but you don't know how recently you'll have to investigate
3: I'm pretty good about bones I'll investigate <laughs> sure that's a six <laughs> that's oh. a six that's that sucks. six
0: <laughs> uh, Caustic, you are able to determine that, uh, this didn't happen last night, it didn't happen the night before, probably didn't happen a year ago, so somewhere in there, mm. uh, you can, the recency of, of this raid. It's probably been, hmm. more than a year, I guess. Do
1: you yeah. think it was the Smorgus horde? <laughs> it might have been. I hear that there are yeah. great clans of, of, of roving hordes <laughs> here in Smorgus, and mm-hmm. they will... Go into great tombs and try to find ancient artifacts for their for their unruly deeds. That's what I heard. Ah.
2: Well, it's very sandy over here, so it's really impossible to determine whether or not there has been anything here recently.
1: Hmm. Uh, dungeon master, uh, can can we enter this tomb?
0: Um, it is sort of this raised plinth with three um, six foot under graves that were previously covered over in this marble. Um, you can drop down into there and see if you can find anything. Uh, or roll Perception as you squint squint wait, into it. Anybody
3: go with traps?
0: Uh, oh, I can actually scan for traps. I a fall tra- into into that. Often. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And since that is a passive ability for Scout's Ranger class, um, you look in and there are no traps. You don't have to roll. Um, do you roll Perception for a moment for me, because okay. there might be something else in here. That's a five. That's a five. Um, is, it, is, it, is it safe?
2: Well, I know. I'm not sure yet.
0: <laughs> as you have this conversation with Quill, you are thoroughly distracted until there's a sudden chill in this desert heat, and your hair stands up on the back of your neck as the sort of soft weeping of a ghost comes to your ears. I'm and something. And inside the grave, you see materializing this ghost in a sort of squire's uniform. Y'all, something's heading this way. I can feel it.
1: Oh, I sense crying. I have a sixth sense about these things.
3: I see a ghost. Oh, it's right there. Uh, uh um,
1: mm. uh, caustic. Uh, how, how's your? Uh, I don't, I don't want to typecast here, but uh, is uh, is there? Oh, you said
3: because I'm dead, I know all the dead people. Is was, that what you're no, saying?
1: No, no. I was just wondering if there's a. Wow. Com- no, is there a camaraderie? Wow, Is buddy. there a
3: camaraderie about the undead? No. Okay. Hey, stupid ghost.
5: Hi. Well, that's weird. Uh,
0: well, why don't we go in and meet them? I can uh, make a torch if you want.
2: Oh, I hate uh, ghosts excellent.
3: so much. They're so lame. Uh,
0: the squire ghost seems to be sort of hugging themselves and rubbing their arms as if eternally cold. <laughs> Does anybody else feel the chill?
3: Uh, yes, ac- actually, yes. I feel nothing ever. Ah,
5: lucky.
1: I know. Uh, uh hello, uh, uh good friend. My, my name is Quill. This is Caustic the Scathing, and this is I'm Scout. a furbog. Uh, this is this is the Furbog who whom we refer to as Scout.
5: Nice to meet you all. I'm Gregadiah. I'm sorry? Gregadiah.
1: Oh, your name is Gregadiah. Yes. Uh Greg Adaya, uh do you do you know why you're here? Uh do you do you do you un, uh, do you know of this tomb that in which we stand?
3: That's kinda personal. You know you're dead, right, buddy? That
5: was what I was getting yes. at.
3: Sometimes yeah. they don't know they're dead. Yes.
5: I've known, I know, I'm trapped here, I believe. It just feels like time has been going by so long. I, I haven't left this tomb in years. Hmm. Uh, what, what brings you here? Uh, well,
3: oh. we're adventurers. They made me come.
5: You are you going to restore the sanctity of this place?
3: Uh, that is what
1: I, I hope to do uh, here with my, my compatriots. Yes.
5: I hope so. It looks so awful in this shape.
1: Uh, Dungeon Master, these, these graves have been desecrated?
0: It seems so. And you see that the sort of trailing foot of the squire's uh, being uh, sucked softly into a broken urn that is next to one of the three heroes' graves.
1: Ooh, hmm. Dungeon master, I would like to roll Arcana on this urn to see if I can understand what's happening here.
0: Sure. It's a four. I'll try to. It's gonna be a higher DC. Oh
3: my god, a three! What's the just hell? There's something today. about the heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <Dyson? laughs> I also wasn't that interested. While they're looking at right the
2: right urn, um, I'm approaching Gregadai, and I'm and I'm gonna ask Gregadai. Gregadai, what is? I noticed you didn't make a decision to leave, so is there something keeping you here?
5: I can't leave. My soul belongs in that urn that way. But as you can see, it's shattered across the ground.
0: Gregadiah sort of traces the heads stones on each of the tombs, sort of mournfully.
5: I, mm. have, to, I have to be here for for my compatriots. Must protect them all. Were
2: well, these one of your tried. graves?
5: Not one of mine. I am but a lowly squire to them. I. They were my masters in a good way, but. Uh,
2: did you I, get trapped in here when they were buried?
5: Trapped, but when I died, I was, I was cremated, and my remains were kept here to protect them. I,
3: oh, see his foot's going in there. That's he's connected to his remains. Okay.
5: Yes, I, I was left here to protect the graves, and I d- I did not do my job. Mm, uh,
1: Greg Adaya, Uh were you here when these graves were robbed and desecrated?
5: Yes. Yes, uh, I
1: was. Could yeah. you describe uh, who who has done this?
0: Greg Adaya is sort of overcome with tears oh and can't answer your question <laughs> at this time. Oh, I can Dun- see... Dun-
1: Judge Buncher, I would like to cast Etherealness to go into the ethereal realm so that I may hug this ghost.
0: Uh, you do so as it is a non-rolling ability for Quill.
1: And I and I and I walk up to Gregor and I and I and I say, "Bring bring it in, Big Cat." Oh,
0: oh God! In your ethereal form, oh. you are able to make some of the first contact that this ghost has felt. In decades and decades. And I hand, give him, him, a
1: I hand him an ethereal tissue and please I give him a big hug. Please don't let
5: go. Please never let go.
2: <laughs> Scout just walks into the cold spot and tries to stay really warm.
5: Yeah, ghosts are super clingy. <laughs> I don't Please, are you going to stay with me forever now? Uh, yeah, Please, uh, please say yes. Yes, uh, say yes. For, forevers,
1: uh, you know what? I promise cool. that oh, I mine. am your friend forever. Please. That's, uh...
5: It's well, that's nice. I hope It's that That's It's right. yeah. It means you're going to visit me often, right?
1: Yes, friends uh, always visit one another. They, they certainly do, and if if they can't, they just write.
0: Quill, uh, I'm gonna have you roll either persuasion or deception, depending uh, on the intent of your words. Uh,
1: let's let's do persuasion. Uh, okay.
5: That's a two. Liar. I'm not a liar, I'm just... Liar? No. I can see it across it's, her face. No, I'm just, just very nervous right me. now. You don't love me. No one else me. Well, love
1: is very... It's, it's, it's a lot to ask for love in the moment. <laughs> is it? Well, I mean, I, 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 we've just met. Yes. I don't know you. That's Scout fine.
2: calls into the realm. Are, are y'all... How's it going in there? Y'all doing good?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Yes, everything's fine. Um, Scout, you cannot hear Quill's response, but Caustic, since you are on the border between living and dead, you're able to hear his ethereal form. He's not letting you go, is he? <laughs> um, no, he's not.
3: Yep, see, that's what happens. You hug a ghost, and the next thing you know, you're, you're making clay pottery with them, their, with their arms wrapped around you. Yeah.
1: Uh, Gre- Greg I, I may not be able to give you the exact brand of love that you, you wish for, but I, I am here to help save the souls of
5: your masters. Oh great, great, always about them, a fine, fine. Never give me a hug again, I guess. I get, I, I we're still hugging. Yes, I know, because let you like no, I'm holding on. You're just, your Dun- arms are just flopped on the dungeon, side. Dungeon, you. dungeon well, master,
1: I double down on this hug.
0: You double down on this hug and try to absorb some of the angry energy coming from this ghost. Please roll, I'm gonna say a charisma saving throw. 18, Eighteen. that's a success. You feel a strange uh, wave of energy pass over um, you, almost as if it was trying to keep you in this ethereal form permanently, Ooh. and you resist it.
1: Uh, um, well, uh, I, I forgive you for, for trying to keep me in this form forever, Dyer, and, and know that we will always be friends.
5: All right, I guess that's good enough for now. I'm uh, going to
2: approach Caustic. Hey, Caustic, do you have a container? I'm wondering if this ghost Gregor needs a new home. Um,
3: let me see here. I don't really carry a lot because I need nothing. Um, I have an old coffee mug. It says, World's Greatest Grandpa. I found it.
2: Oh, it's not yours? Nope. Okay. I took it from a grandpa. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, does it need a lid? How does this thing work? Dungeon Master, I. I it's a cup.
1: Uh, I, I come back <laughs> into the corporeal realm.
0: All right, you with a shimmer and a sort of strange mirage-like effect, Quill comes back into the material plane. Oh, ooh, number one, hey Grandpa. Hey, Quill.
1: Hey, everyone. Hi. Hey. Uh, oh, oh, that's that's amazing. That's wonderful. Uh, uh, Dungeon Master, I go into my pack and I and I pull out a wax sealing kit. Awesome. Uh, now, it, it, I imagine you're trying to create a new urn.
2: Well, I'm thinking it might work.
1: Uh, Dungeon Master. Uh. With, our com- with Caustic and my uh, combined magic, can we create a new urn using a wax sealing kit and the number one grandpa mug?
0: <laughs> no, that's, magi- that's my magic contribution. Absolutely. Let's do one roll to see how successful <laughs> this, this, do you- oh God, this urn crafting
3: is. Terrible rolls I've been
0: doing. Hey. Oh, 16. T- yes. that All right. You, know. you are able to collaboratively form this uh, makeshift urn. But it's beautiful. I would
3: Good say. and evil together at last. Oh, yeah. together here we are. Yeah, that's my song. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I feel so inspired by y'all right now <laughs> that I'm gonna actually give you both a patch. Oh, ah. and this will boost your next role for uh, Arcana checks.
1: Hey, neat. Good and evil doing. Okay, he's looking. He's looking at me like I shouldn't be singing. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I'll I'll take I'll take the positive moments where you they come. You write your own song. Oh, are there, okay.
0: So Scout hands you these two patches, which will give you advantage on your next Arcana roll, should you choose to use the patch. Um, and Gregadiah the ghost, you feel as your soul becomes more calm and settled. Mm-hmm. The memories of last, um, like the last week, come back to you in trickles. You remember a single, small cloaked figure broke the marble covering over your companions' graves and stole magic items um, and organs from these burial sites Uh, just a week ago
5: I I have to say, the ransacking happened not long ago at all it was about a week ago and it was one figure, I don't know what they were who they were, race, species I don't know, but they were shrouded in a black cloak and. I stole everything. I stole organs, and they stole pieces of my masters. I. Oh,
1: God. Ah, so they, uh, the great heroes were not raised from their graves, they were stolen from them.
2: That's a bit contradictory to your book.
1: Uh, well, the book said that they'd risen. Uh, you see, you see, the Celestials that created the Book of Prophecy uh, were like more interested in meter than, and poetry than actual information. This so, is
3: underground. That's technically rising.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, they have risen, but they were pulled.
2: Why is why why would they write a book that's open to interpretation?
3: Um, because
1: I think they favor the journey over the destination.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Uh they could which, just
1: be jerks, too. Yes, they also could just be, you know, but uh, the... Well, there was one thing that the Holy Order of Agma did not encourage, and that was questions.
2: I don't like Ironic that. Ironic
1: for an order that's based upon information. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, Greg Adaya, do, yes. do you know at, in what direction these people went?
5: I... I wasn't able to pa- pass through the... the opening of the, the grave and... So I didn't see which way they went.
3: Mm. How tall were they? Oh, about
5: yay high, about...
0: Very, very small. a
5: little bit less than half my size, about so three feet.
0: It's that my gnome kid, says. I bet. It's that
3: gnome kid. Let's go back and kick his
2: butt. Um, <laughs> I don't know.
5: Excellent.
1: Well, uh, thank you, Gregor Uh And, and uh, Caustic, uh, in, in taking your uh, advice, I, I, I grab our new makeshift urn and I, and I make a song for myself. Uh, dear beloved Gregadiah, nope. now you return to Mother Gaia. And oh I put God. him into the ground.
5: Terrible. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, the right. song I, was awkward, uh, wasn't yeah, it, buddy? I'll, I'll just okay, call. well, I I'll I'll go go back didn't
3: like it. It's fine. Everybody's
2: really it's, uncomfortable it's now. It's fine.
5: I'll just go back into the grave. Uh, thanks for your help. That song was unnecessary. Okay.
2: Mm. Scout Gestures towards where Gregadiah, where they think Gregadiah is, and, and they say, oh, I hope you're feeling warmer now.
3: You want him to be in hell? <laughs>
2: No, they were I just cold. I feel like every time I try to do something nice. Thing. Are we going to uh, Yes. Uh, All right, let's go. Let's go. You guys said up? there was a gnomish
1: person in 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 the village that uh you I don't know short, if it was gnomish. Are short.
2: It was pocket-sized for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon Master, I'm really embarrassed about the song. So I just I just start huffing it back to uh back to the old oh, you town. can't take
2: it back. We already know. Yeah, I
1: everybody heard it. And I I I still thought it was good.
2: Well, hang. you're just going to hoof it back to the town, or we're going to r- wander through the desert again? Uh, dungeon master, how dark is it?
0: The sun is low in the sky, and it took you a few hours to get out here. You could get back to the town maybe close to nightfall, but it it would be cutting it close. How important
2: is this lead to you, honestly?
1: Um. Well, the lead, uh, I suppose it w- the authenticity of it would be up to you guys. We know that they are a, a small thief. Um, we could I mean it feels a bit racist to just go find the th- the first small person we saw
3: um you're the one that said all dead people know each other <laughs> I did not say that you yeah, interpreted you it that totally way did that. I was just
1: wondering if there's there's a camaraderie amongst celestial people because we are prosecuted you know what I'm saying
3: no okay <laughs> should we do anything about all these bones that are outside the grave like kick uh, them back in the hole dungeon or something?
1: master i uh, if anyone wants to help me with this they can i I return the bones to their graves
2: I'll help you with that.
1: And I don't sing. <laughs> are there any
2: skulls? It takes you.
3: I need a couple skulls doing something at home. What? You do what? Like I'm are making are we, something at home.
2: Are we posing? No. Oh, I'm, no.
3: I'm, no, I'm just make, You're I'm collecting. building something at home, so if there's extra skulls, I if you see any skulls, just grab them for me.
2: Why don't we not desecrate this one, but the next one? I'm building an end table, though. Well, and you
0: have plenty of access to skulls. I have my skull? As you guys scan, uh, these are right here. As you guys scan uh, the surrounding sands, you notice that there are plenty of like femurs and um mm-hmm. patellas. no skulls. damn it. In fact, hmm. yeah, not one of the three skulls that might have been interred in these graves is still here.
1: Ah uh, you see the skull is the great housing of the soul within the bones.
2: so there are skulls taken, objects taken and Organs taken
1: yes, mm-hmm. uh, I, it appears as though the, the culture within this uh, land is to uh,
3: take the organs and put them into jars Well, I know you can make a like a key holder bowl out of skulls uh, I'm gonna use arcane knowledge to think of it. I can do anything with the organs why they would have taken the organs
0: sure using your knowledge as a Lich you scour your 19 ring specifically organs and skulls Quill, uh, Quill was onto to something when he said that uh, the skull houses the soul and if you have the organs of a long dead person you are able to expend wealth in order to resurrect them and often if you have the heart, control them
3: And hmm. well, there mm-hmm. you go, that's why they took all the stuff
0: mm. wow, I'm so impressed by that knowledge I'll remember that
3: I know a lot about raising dead people Cause mm. I, yeah, I did it.
2: I know a lot about the wilderness.
3: I, the wilderness, sure. Okay. <laughs> what do you, you know look, a lot about? You guys about?
1: are looking at me like I, I know. I know many things. You, I, I've studied my entire life on. Uh, I mean, I, I know about the the, the great on which we stand and the great wars
3: that came through this place. How to write an uncomfortable song? Yes. Um.
1: I thought your I was, song
2: was
3: beautiful, uh, Quill. Really? I. I Sing it again for Scout. <laughs> Let's watch Scout's reaction.
1: Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll I, I don't I, I feel like I was betrayed pretty quickly about. I feel that like song. you're being oh, no. really
3: polite right now.
2: I, I think my my reaction was was kind of hidden amongst all the the protesting, but I do want to say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't keep a straight face when you're looking at me, Scout. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> they're laughing. No, you don't no. have to like the song. Yeah.
2: No, I just really appreciate you expressing yourself authentically. Sometimes a fake
1: compliment
3: see, is worse than an actual see insult. See that,
1: that's just that yeah um uh. I just It just doesn't feel... It's okay. Thank you for, for still liking me as a friend. Uh, but you, it's okay if you didn't like the song.
2: I didn't say either thing.
1: Thank you. Uh, In
0: this discussion, you all have whittled <clears throat> away the better part of an hour. Um, <laughs> as you continue to stall on this decision, whether to turn back to town or continue pushing forward in the oh. desert.
1: Dungeon Master, I would like to roll investigation to see if there are any signs uh, of where these raiders went.
0: All right, you, Quill, a cleric, are going to roll to see if weak old tracks can be found. I'm just, I'm just saying it like that. I feel as though the <laughs> gods think I'm the stupid. <laughs> not, not the <laughs> like, That's well, a 16! Well, oh. surprisingly, you use your knowledge as you do follow the god of knowledge, Agma, to sort of remember your textbook learning, Mm -hmm. and you do find, um, sort of various animal tracks, um, and miraculously, the small footsteps of whatever raider came through. You see that they trace around the grave, and then do head back to town.
1: Everyone, look at these tiny little footprints. Aside from the fact that they are gosh darn adorable,
3: they are headed back to town. Mm. It's that gnome kid. Let's kill him. No, well, it might not. Mm, that uh, we're it might have been any of the little kids. We should probably just kill them all. We, sh-
1: mm, Scott, uh, mm, uh, Caustic, uh, maybe. Well, let's find them, and then we can gently question them, bef- uh, uh, without pa- with knives. With, mm. uh, with, w- if we don't kill them, that we'll have more information. And then we won't feel bad about killing... I um, won't feel bad. Do y'all feel the mind first one and the
3: other ones get a lot more talkative,
2: trust mm, me. Um, hmm. Scout. Do y'all mind if I just say what I'm feeling and maybe you can confirm or yes. deny if you're okay. feeling the same thing? We're surrounded by burial sites, and I'm kind of curious if there are other burial sites that have been ransacked. And I am c- want to find out if they're also having the same tracks. I'm not convinced that one gnomish critter or creature pulled this off on their own.
1: Dungeon Master, did I see more than one set of footprints? Or did it start as two and then became one?
0: You only found the one. Hmm. So, I leave it to you.
2: Hmm. Marble is incredibly heavy. I feel like, as a fur bog, I could probably pick it up, but I don't think either of you could.
1: Hmm. Could be some kind of magician.
3: I just hate that gnome kid so much.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh... Well, Jeremy you, was an orphan. We we can talk about uh, the, the the logistics. He thinks he's so cool. We, um, caustic. <laughs> Are you jealous of this orphan? Yes. Why?
2: I
3: hate my dad.
1: Um, he was a lynch
2: too. Was what what does that have to do with Jeremy? Are you projecting onto Jeremy the childhood you wish you had?
5: Quill. Quill
3: to be in fashion. And now, I, But I had to do this because it's a family business. Let's not get into that. Let's go kill that kid.
0: Yet <laughs> oh. another half hour has passed <laughs> during this long discussion and period Kay. of investigation. Per- perhaps, perhaps
3: we can
1: have these conversations while walking well, back. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. That's no, I
2: don't want to walk back, though. <laughs> uh,
1: well, we could make camp. Someone could carry me. Um, hmm. I, I hate how he looked at me when he said that. <laughs> well,
2: I, I'm just glancing around. No,
1: not you, him. Oh
3: could carry both of us?
2: That's
1: absolutely that's not true. That's probably not going to happen.
2: <laughs> I think we need to go find other graves.
1: Mm, well, uh, okay. I, I pull out the, the, the pamphlet.
3: What, what's the closest grave? What?
0: The only grave on the map, which you're not still, you're still not so good at reading this, but the only graves that you see are the ones that you are currently at and then several more steep dunes leading up to the burial mound of the troop leader Mm. that you were originally here to see.
1: Uh, Dungeon Master, can I get a bearing on which direction this uh, burial mound is?
0: Further away from the town towards the west, so it's like a straight shot.
1: Mm. Uh, Perhaps it is, as Scout says, best to go further into this burial mound.
2: It seems like we're getting sad quested here, and Mm. I want to keep going.
3: Okay. Let's go. Cool.
1: Uh... Dungeon Master, we we walk off uh, into the, uh, into the twilight.
0: Alright, it's about an hour's hike and the desert falls quickly colder and colder and colder in this dry air as the sun goes lower in the sky and just as it is setting you begin to climb the rifts of sand um, up towards the large burial mound where the troop leader is buried. I'm going to have whoever's leading this expedition roll perception as night begins to fall.
2: Uh, I guess I'll roll since I'm the strong one.
0: It's okay. seven. Yeah, wow. That's, yeah,
3: okay. That's kind of a... I mean, well, physically, yes.
0: I have magic. Right? <laughs> With a seven, um, you find it hard to make out the peak of this burial mound, but you are able. To sort of find yourself distracted looking back east as this sort of like bonfire seems to rage across the desert. You imagine that might be the rave from before? The smorgasbord. And this sort of distracts you, um, you from we'll whatever might be happening up top. You guys want to go check out
3: that rave? Mm.
0: We are like half a day away from there.
3: That's a lot. Yeah, the rave will be over by
1: the time we get there. Hmm. All right. Little dungeon master,
0: we press on, I suppose. All right. Scout, I'm going to have you make a strength roll for the party as the sands beneath you begin to shake. It's 11. All right. Uh, You feel, before anyone else, the sort of rippling uh, current underneath the sand dunes as the entire desert seems to sort of shift and shake like a stormy sea. As you make your way up, you are not able to get any closer to the peak of this mountain. um, As something cataclysmic seems to be happening at the top, a bright, shining beam of purple, then yellow light shoots up from whatever is at the top. You have to shield your eyes from the bright blaze.
2: Y'all, I don't know if I can continue. It feels like kind of impossible to
0: climb this.
1: Uh, Dungeon Master, the ground is, is unsure. We can't continue.
0: Um, you're currently just using brute strength, cannot get up this undulating series of dunes. I can use Arcane Eye.
3: Oh, I'll just use Arcane Eye to see what's going on up at the top there. Okay,
2: but while you're doing that, I'm going to
0: hold you so you don't fall off the side of the dune. Oh, thank you. It's comforting. You're welcome. I pick up Caustic. Whee! All right. Um, as you pick up Caustic... Uh, His gaze sort of goes internal using the arcane eye to crest this burial area. And at the top, you see a cloaked figure um, stealing uh, what appear to be badges from this burial site, which has been completely excavated. As you zoom in on the face, you see the gnomish orphan Jeremy stealing from this grave A nervous look across their face. Uh, They drop uh, the splint and bandages that had helped them heal, and their arm looks totally healed at this point. Something strange has happened. Uh, They look to the side, seemingly clock Scout, whose uh, large, tall form is clearly visible on the dunes, and they begin to flee across the desert, um, leaving two apparent... uh, traps of some sort at the top and they begin to run i told you it was that kid i'm gonna kill that little thumb scout scout you know how paper airplanes work i do throw me
2: okay (laughs) i wind my arm back it should be fun i've got quill in my other arm so i pick quill up and i I wind my arm back and i toss real hard towards the dunes
0: i forgot to tell you You Um, all (laughs) right um roll quick strength to see if he makes it far enough 15. A 15. Quill soars up the mountain and lands squarely on the two traps left behind by this child. Oh no. Plumes (laughs) of spores erupt around the Asimar and one misses. The second one also misses. Wow. But there are these noxious spores coming up around Quill and he is invisible amidst the rolling desert sands. you lose track of Quill as he is pushed off the side of the mountain. We will rejoin him in the next episode.
1: Everyone, thank you so much for listening to episode 1 of Arc 4, a brand new adventure of improvised D&D. If you liked our show, first of all, thank you. And second of all, there's all kinds of cool ways that you can get to know us more and also support us, like helping us find new listeners with the almighty power of word of mouth. So if you know somebody that you think might, uh, enjoy uh, caustics, lich tutorials, and, uh, I'm gonna call them childcare techniques, then it would simply mean the world to us if you were to share this with them. And as a new podcast, any five-star ratings or nice reviews would really help us out on iTunes quite a bit. You can also find out all about us we're on all the social media platforms we're on instagram and twitter as improvised dnd that's the word and and we're also on facebook as out on a whims improvised dnd that's ampersand because they let us use it we post fun little featurettes and fan arts and also our stage show because of the state of the world and all that it's on youtube now Caustic the Scathing, Lich Mage, was played by Judson Russell. Scout the Furbold, Park Ranger, is played by Sarah Little. And Quill Havencrest, Azamar Cleric, that's me, is played by Bailey Bacorny. Weird to say it like that. And now in due reverence to the great interdimensional, immortal audio beast, Hoggrass, that allows us to live and record inside him rent-free. Ah yes, thank you for not devouring us or charging us rent. Allow me to give credit to the music that we don't own. Our intro song is Call to Swords by Tim B. And all of our cool atmosphere and ambience tracks are done by Michael Gelfi. This is Quillhaven Crest signing off. Search for signs of the apocalypse. But you know, don't forget to stop and smell the flowers sometimes. Because the flowers all too often have signs of the actual apocalypse. Goodbye